0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, it's Mr. Palumbo here. Today we're going to talk about a little military history, something I'm going to call supply lines, war, and life. You know, all armies, whether today with all of our technological advances or armies thousands of years ago, there's one thing they have in common They all need supplies, provisions, things like food, water, munitions, medical supplies. This hasn't changed, and it never will. When you want to fight a war, you're going to need supplies. The first in recorded history to realize this were the ancient Assyrians. Most scholars accredit them with being the first to... Understand the importance of logistics and supplies. For the Assyrians were the first to have a standing army and the first to have an empire. Now, just for sake of de- definition, those of you who do not know what an empire is, an empire is defined as a political unit in which one state dominates another state or a series of states. So the Assyrians were the first in recorded history to have such an empire. Now we know that the Greeks are going to come and the Romans are going to come, but how 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 was the Assyrians able to achieve this historical feat? Well, they focused on supply lines and logistics. It's also noted in history that the Assyrians were the first to organize and maintain roads throughout the empire. Now we know the Romans are best known for their roads. But why did the Assyrians do it first? Because if you want to maintain an empire, you have to get your armies from one side to the other quickly and efficiently. Though it's said that Sumner is the group of people that um, invented the wheel, and there's also some evidence that maybe the Indo-Europeans around the Black Sea area might have invented the wheel... But we do know that the Assyrians were the first to fashion wheels made from metal, such as copper and bronze. When war broke out among the American-British colonies, after George Washington was appointed as commander-in-chief of the Continental Forces, the very next position created by Congress was the quartermaster position. What does a quartermaster do? He takes care of all the supplies needed to engage in war. Napoleon Bonaparte once said that an army marches on its stomach. And Napoleon knew a lot about um, losing soldiers, not to enemy fire, but to hunger, disease, things like that. In 1795, Napoleon offered a prize of 12,000 francs to anyone who could better preserve foods. The modern canning industry can trace its origins to that prize. Supply lines are so important that armies have to not only maintain their own, but defend their own. One of the main reasons, there was many reasons, but one of the main driving reasons that the Confederacy surrendered, ending the American Civil War in 1865, was that they ran out of supplies, men, equipment, things to engage in a real concerted war effort. Moving on a little bit in history, if you look at the world wars, especially the First World War, you can see that the main purpose of the submarine was to disrupt supply chains. Ultimately, this would lead the United States to enter the war when German U-boats sank the Lusitania. In World War II, the famous blitzkrieg, lightning war of, of the Nazis, was only as good as the supply chains that could keep it moving. It relied on speed, but you still needed gas, guns, men, and supplies. So why am I bringing all this up? What is the life part of this uh, podcast today, Mr. Palumbo? Well, I'm glad you asked. Whoever is always asking these rhetorical questions, I really appreciate it. I think it's me that's asking. But anyway... Why are we talking about this and what does this have to do with life? Well, as I was thinking about this concept of supply chains and how you use them in combat and and in battle and in war, I was thinking, well, what about people's lives? What kind of supply chains do people have that either cause them to be successful or they hinder them? You know, there's a lot of us out there that say we want to be rich. We want to be successful. And uh, those are all good things. But then we don't do anything about it. We just kind of putz around and we don't have a plan. We don't have any provisions, if you will. We don't have any supplies. We don't get the education that is required. We don't work hard. We don't have any goals set for the day. And for that day, obviously, we fail. We're defeated. We had no supply line. What about uh, things in life that are not going well? You know, I keep getting into trouble. I keep making bad decisions. I keep being broke. I, I have bad credit. Uh, you know, I live with my mom and I'm 40 years old. Well, let's take a look. Let's go back and see what are the supply lines? What are the decisions you made and the resources you either saved or did not save to get you to where you are today? When it comes to saving you know, people always say, well, I don't know where to start. I have zero dollars in my savings account and I need to save money, but I never do. You know, I always share with people, if you've got 20 bucks, put it away. If you got 20 bucks, put it away. Every time you get paid, put 20 bucks away. Everybody can do that. I mean, if you can't, if you can't afford 20 bucks in your savings, then we, we got a problem. But start small. Start small, have a savings. I do this in my own life. I take a portion of the money every time we get paid. I get a little bit of cash, my wife gets a little bit of cash, and from that little bit of cash, I put 20 bucks in the drawer. And you know how many times I end up going to that drawer and being like, "Oh yeah, I got 20. I got I got 600 bucks in there." Okay, well maybe it's not 600 bucks, but it's enough money to you know, you, needed a, you need a quick fix. You need to go grab something. You're a little short on cash. It's in there. It's in there because I saved. I had a supply line. So let's talk about cutting off bad supply lines, okay? So in our analogy we used at the beginning, armies have to protect their supply line. They have to maintain their supply line, and they have to defend their supply line, right? So protect and defend are the same thing, but stream of consciousness, guys, follow me. All right, so... What are some of these supply lines in your life that we can get rid of? well, you know Mr. Palumbo, I'm depressed okay can you can you find out where you where the depression is coming from now, I'm not a professional i and so i you know if you are depressed i really i really want you to go find and get some help and find someone to talk to, but if you're searching and you're looking and you're looking at your life and you're saying, "Well, I'm depressed." Try to figure out where it's coming from. Are you online all the time where it's nothing but a bunch of, uh, you know, mean-spirited, disgusting people on Twitter and on all these social medias? Are you consuming that all day? Well, you know what? If you consume that all day, you're going to be depressed. In fact, I would encourage you to watch that Social Dilemma show on Netflix, which pretty much tells you that social media's job is to keep you hooked all day. you the, the whole point of social media and notifications and all these things and likes and posts are to get you to stay on social media all day. You are the product. You know, there's studies out there, there's tons of studies out there that shows going outside, looking at nature, being part of, out, you know, being part of nature is so beneficial to your health. So I would tell you, if you're feeling depressed, make sure you force yourself to go outside every day. Every day, go outside. I mean, unless you live in Siberia or something and it's wintertime. Which brings up a key point to having a supply chain and logistics is having a plan. Guys, have a plan. Have a plan every day. Get up at the same time every day. Yeah, but Mr. Plumbo, I don't have to get up because I have nothing to do. Force yourself up anyway. I'm getting up at 6 o'clock. I'm getting up at 7 o'clock. Why did the Assyrians, why were they so successful at <laughs> pretty much conquering everybody? They had a plan. They trained their troops. They, they constructed weapons. They constructed siege weapons. They trained. They were focused. They had food. They had supplies. You guys, all that has to start at the beginning. You can't be successful until you made all those first steps. And that leads me to my final point. I know some of you out there might be saying, yeah, but Mr. Palumbo, I had a plan, but something went wrong. It wasn't my fault. I lost my job. There was a recession. There's COVID. I got laid off. I had to, you know, I had to use all my savings to, to survive. Hey, that's totally I get it. I totally get it. But that's why we plan. That's why, you know, war, you know, I think it was General Patton that said uh, plans are not any good, but you still have to plan, right? Basically, all plans are are useless, but you have to have one because once the fighting starts – Uh, things start to hit the fan, everything's going to go to you-know-what. So that's how we fight, guys. That's how we fight in life and win in life because life is going to throw us curveballs just like in a war. You guys have heard of the fog of war. Basically, that means we have no idea what's going on. So we rely on our supply chains. We rely on our training. We rely on our plans. So I encourage you today to look at those supply chains in your life. We're all fighting a war, which is called life. What are the good supply chains in your life? And what are the bad supply chains in your life? Protect those that are good. Protect the supply chains that are bringing you success. But maybe get rid of those that are causing you pain and bringing you down. And if you don't have a supply chain, start one. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast. And uh, if you're interested in more of learning about Professor Liberty, please go to TeachersPayTeachers.com for more educational supplies and materials. You guys go out there, do great things, and I'll see you next time.